Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the PHNX Rising Post Game Show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave a five-star review. My name is Ramon Chavez. I'm super happy to be here. Owen, probably not so much, <laughs> but Owen, how you feeling, man? Oh, God. Um, yeah, it's been a day, hasn't it? It really has been a day. Um, yeah. We're about to talk about the most inconsequential part of that. It's the football. Let's go. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, So, yeah, Owen. I don't really know where to begin. Let me set you up here. Let me set you up. So, uh, Las Vegas takes the victory tonight, 3-2 to over Rising. Uh, First half, not pretty at all. Uh, You know, pretty, pretty badly, I could say. That was one of the worst halves that we've seen this season. But in the second half, I'm not sure what was in that uh, pep talk in the halftime show. Uh, Halftime, I mean, but... Uh, Rising came out with a little bit more fire in their bellies, and they were able to kind of claw back a little bit until the duo of uh, Danny Trejo and Cal Jennings showed up. Um, but, Owen, a, a little bit of what what has been happening the past few weeks continued uh, today, especially during the first half. But in the second half, you you saw more fire from, from the guys on the field and, and the will and the fight, uh, but ultimately they couldn't get it done. Now, Give, give us your initial thoughts. I know you were able to speak to Rick after the game, so we'll talk about that in a we'll, – we'll watch that video in a quick second. But what, what are your initial thoughts right after this loss? I feel like it's a game of, of two very different halves where the first, second had energy but still perhaps lacked purpose or skill at times. Mm-hmm. Whereas the first half felt as though, quite frankly, they had given, given up. Um, they, they looked as though there was no desire to fight on. And that was something that was noted even by some of the, uh, Vegas staff here. Okay. They, they just didn't recognize this as a Phoenix rising team because it didn't look like a Phoenix rising team. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it, it's, you know what, you know, it's always a good conversation starter and you did allude to it there. We did get, the ch- I did get the chance to speak to Rick Shantz after the game. Let's mm-hmm. kick off with his opening thoughts and see what he had to say. Let's see it. Um, let's see it. Let's see it. Where's our producer here? God. It's there somewhere. Uh, before we somewhere. cut to that real quick, uh, Scott Mitchell, thank you so much for the super chat. Uh, he's saying, cheer up, guys. You still do the best analysis in the USL. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, Scott. Uh, humble, humble to hear that. Really appreciate that. But, yeah, uh, you know, uh, I'm not sure if our producer is ready right now. But, um, but yeah, just uh, like you're saying, like a tale of two halves and, you know, I'm sure Rick had a lot to say after the game. You know what? Yeah, let's let's cut straight over to that. I believe our producer's Wi-Fi might be back or he's got an alternative solution to that. So Uh-oh. let's crack on with Uh-oh. Rick. All right. So, Rick, another loss then. Where did he go wrong today? Well, uh, I thought we... Uh, man, it's, it's frustrating because defensively we were sitting way, way too deep. After, uh, after we had the header off the crossbar... Um, we, we kind of had a little bit of momentum. We were ready to go, playing well. And then I think we just lost confidence. And, you know, Darnell and, and James Musa were pulling Vito and or Calistri and Santi way too deep. That wasn't part of the plan. And I think it was just out of fear. And then the midfield couldn't get close to theirs. And so we had, you know, no chance to get any pressure on them. And uh, the first goal, 
you got to really give it to their player for what a, what a finish that was. Um, and the second goal was, you know, a, a square square pass in midfield, and we said that we can't have any of that, and we got punished. Um, so you're down 2-0 at halftime, and I was furious with them, and I thought way too many mistakes, zero quality, and, uh, you know, we, put, we went back to a 4-3-3 or 4-2-3-1, and, and I said, uh, enough. You know, I'm not going to stop protecting them with changes in the system, and they have to start performing. And I thought Marcus and Santi actually probably had their best 45 minutes in the second half. Greg was really good as a second forward. Um, Richie, not fit enough, you know. Um, I think that when Arturo and Luis get healthy, uh, the way we played in the second half will, will be better. James Musa made a big mistake on the third goal. He lost his mark in the penalty box. And, um, you know, the, you give up three goals it, on the road, it's tough to win. Wow, a lot, a lot to digest there. A lot to digest, yeah. Um, I mean, the first half performance, let's just be clear, was atrocious. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's yeah, no other way of putting it, Mm-hmm. Uh, every, everyone I know, we were all just sitting around here. There were the boys from Blaze Radio were up here. There were multiple fans down there in the stands chatting to, and everyone was just looking at each other like, "He's done. It's done. This game is done." Um, it, it felt as though there was just no desire, no fight. That they'd given up completely yep. and utterly given up. And then, yes, the second half was better, but it wasn't good enough still. Yeah, no, that that first half was really tough to watch. And uh, before we continue, Owen, I do want to chat out everybody in the chat, uh, chat right now. Everybody's going uh, bananas here. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, Tyler, by the way, thank you for joining us two hours before we even got on, by the way. Uh, Pat, Corey, uh, Bonnie here, got Rye Balls, uh, Gerardino, uh, Alex T, Rusty, thank you so much. Uh, Emma here says, uh, I needed a drink after the first 20 minutes of this match. Yeah, exactly. Uh the first initial 15 minutes, I felt they were okay. I felt rising, especially with that uh, that almost goal by uh, Antwi, I believe, that n- nearly crossed the line over there by the goal. It it, it kind of gave me the feeling again of like maybe they're over there. So they're they're going to start fighting. and it, But then it kind of turned into that Loudon game a little bit where, okay, they, they almost got on the board. They get in a little bit of confidence, and boom, everything just falls apart. Everything goes down the drain, and then the guys just look disinterested. Nobody's marking, nobody's pressing, nobody's cutting off lanes. And Las Vegas, we talked about this on th- this entire week, Owen. Where if you give them enough space, they have the speed and they have the counters. And especially with someone like Cal Jennings and Donnie Trejo on the field, they're gonna make you pay. And when other guys step up, like Casala today, uh, who wonderful goal by the way, and and I think uh, Kalistri could have done a lot better in closing off that first goal, but. You kind of just throw your hands up, like, what's going on with these guys? So it's it was really tough to watch. Just a little bit. Just, I mean, look, we were all confused for a starter. You know, we were confused by what exactly that lineup in the first half was going to even look like. We really didn't know, did we? Yeah. Because as soon as we I act- saw Madrid, I'm like, what is going on here? <laughs> well, Madrid was in that you just kind of look at the lineup, just the names, and you think, mm-hmm. well, surely he's playing. Calistri is a fullback, Darnell is a fullback, and it's like kind of back to a 4-3-3. And that wasn't the case at all. It was a 3-5-2. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just, I don't know. I, I, It felt a weird one. Typically, when you play three at the back, you expect to have some paciness in there at the back. And then you put Manuel mm-hmm. Madrid in there. 
Yeah. I mean, I know you, you, you were confused when you see Mamma Madrid. Again, mm. it's nothing on Manu. It's nothing on him as a player. It's yeah. just that I, if you're looking for someone with a pace, he's not it. Mm-hmm. He's just not it. Yeah, and and like to uh, to Rick's comments, that he thought that they were playing with a little bit of fear. That they they were getting pinned back uh, in their own half, and you, you saw that, you know. And 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 it's disheartening to see a team that used to be the the pinnacle of USL reduced to you know, uh, you know th- this sort of team that you see in the first half not being aggressive, playing fear uh, with fear, and just not trying at all. So it, it was really tough to watch that first half. Now, that second uh, period, down 2-0, you put it on our Twitter, PHNX underscore underscore rising. You said, is this pretty much wrapped up? What are your thoughts about this? A lot of people were sounding off. And all of a sudden, you see people like Marcus Epps. Uh, there's a change from Darnell King going out, uh, Babu coming in, which I, I, I feel by week, uh, week by week that Babu just is becoming one of the best players in, in, for Phoenix Rising. And then you see Santi Moore score, Marcus Epps doing Marcus Epps things that we saw last season. And all of a sudden, this team kind of clawed their way back into it. So how did you feel those initial minutes with uh, with those changes? I think it was something of a shock initially because you weren't expecting the captain to be pulled at halftime. Now, Rick mm-hmm. said that, that was performance-based. He felt mm-hmm. that Darnell had not done enough in the first half mm-hmm. uh, to justify coming back out for the second half. But I, I just... It's it's look. They, they it reignited something in them. There's something sometimes about going in two 0 down and getting, you know, I, I'm trying to think of the right way of putting this, but uh, I suppose it's something that what will be called that like the hairdryer treatment, right? They really get it from the coach. It's mm-hmm. it's really harsh uh, kind of criticism in the in the locker room, and they give it to themselves sometimes. Yeah, um, that's and and some of these players on this team are those kind, right? They. They're honest with each other. They hold each other accountable. They do hold each other to a high standard. But mm-hmm. you wonder if halftime then is when they regrouped in that way. And that's why they ended up clawing their way back into this game. Uh, Antwi and Hurst up, the, uh, up as like the strikers. I, I felt that worked in instances. You know, uh, Rick said that Antwi just wasn't fit enough to continue playing in that game. I, uh, during that first goal, the Santi Moore goal, he did a, a great job holding the ball relaying it down to uh to Epps who was able to you know switch it uh to um to Hurst initially but then it uh, went over to Santi Moore. So how much of a confidence booster is this for you know having Antwi out there? I know Repetto didn't make the trip this time but uh Antwi being out there I, I felt like he played decently didn't do too bad didn't really wow me either but how did you feel about that? I didn't feel that Antwi had a particularly good game. I feel that the lack of fitness was showing. Um, mm. He was really not in it at times. There were times where you just saw frustration from other players out wide looking to get the ball into him, and he just wasn't mm. there. Um, and, and I think that that really frustrated some of the other players on there. Look, is it a fitness thing? Possibly. Very mm-hmm. possibly, uh, as Rick alluded to in, in the post game. Ultimately, though, he was given the start of a Greg Hurst. Uh, that was put down to, again, performance reasons. Uh, Rick mm. feeling that Hurst's performance last weekend wasn't good enough. That's why he made the change. Uh, Repetto, there's no injury there. Uh, he just wasn't in the 18 for today's game. Uh, the important question, Reese, Reese here with the important question, why did Antwi wear number 50? I've got it on uh, good knowledge here that... Uh, 
his jersey may have been left in Phoenix. Oh my god! Uh, so. <laughs> But we usually don't pack it. Uh, it was, it was an emergency number 50 jersey for him, apparently, today. But I had um, that Jordan performance, yeah. Um, Jeff here with the comment says, in previous years, we always had a strong group of players right up the middle of the pitch. We don't see that now, and the complementary players on the wings are not there. Um, you know what, though? Strong group of players up the middle of the pitch. Let's be perfectly honest here. Aiden Quinn and Kev Lambert in this game. They played in this game. Mm-hmm. And then you had Kose, who... I, I don't think he's playing his full potential yet. It's still going to yeah. take time. But there are some good flashes there. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can see that he's got something about him, even if it's going to take him a little while to actually get up to full speed. Yeah. Um, I think the but, chemistry, especially with Kose. Hmm. So it's not as though the midfield is on paper bad. Mm-hmm. It's just in practice, it's just not working. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's talk about the wings for a little bit. Uh, Jeff alluded to that. Santi Moore scores his first goal of the season. Uh, to me, that was a huge relief just to see him, you know, for first touch, just put it in the back of the net. No hesitation. He just saw the opportunity, took it. And he had another opportunity a little bit later on in the game, which he kind of hesitated on. And I thought he could have at least tried to, to go at goals. So how did you feel about Santi? Is this a thing, a sign of things to come? For him and and overall, you know, getting that monkey off his back with the first goal of the season. I think it's a, it's a good thing. He's got to get it off his back. But the problem is, is that the team as a whole needs to be putting in consistent performances, right? Mm-hmm. It, and that's really where the problem is. They aren't doing that, even if they're getting them late on. And so that's, that's again, that's the problem, right? Is he, is he just going to be Aiden Quinn in terms of scoring goals when it doesn't really matter because the team have yeah. managed to concede more? Um, at this point, it's good for him as an individual mm-hmm. and it could bode well for the team if the team as a whole step up, but that's the challenge. The team as a whole have to step up. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, moving on to the other side, we had Marcus Epps who had the best 45 minutes of his stint so far with rising in the second half of the game. I, you might be rolling your eyes Owen, but I saw him, he was getting by his defender. He was connecting. He wasn't hesitating, which is one of the things that, we have been begging for him not to do. I'm, um, I'm not system. questioning. I'm not questioning whether you are correct or not. I'm saying it's a. I'm thinking it's a low bar. Yeah. For this season, like it's a low bar to surpass. Yeah. No, for sure. Uh, some of the the Epps uh, uh, stats here: one assist, six key passes. I believe he had like around eighty six percent passing accuracy. So. Yes, it is a low bar, but it is something. And I, I feel like he can build up for that. So definitely a good game from Epps. Um, if a couple of those crosses connected, you know, I, I think it could have been a, a, t- a closer game. So definitely get to see from Epps. And then Quinn, just a little uh, stat here. He joins the 40-40 club of goals and assists in the USL. So shout out to, to Aiden Quinn. Um, but yeah, so Rising weren't able to get the result. Um, were you able to uh, speak to Rick about any other things today, Owen? Ah, uh, there were bits and pieces that I was able to speak to him about. Um, one of which I think we should save as a topic for a little bit later in the program. But um, I'm trying to think what else in particular came up today. Uh, I feel like I've hit on a lot of them with the main points there, with the different changes that were made and the tactics. Um, and that's a lot of what was going into today is quite why exactly did were things decided in the way that they were. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I just, yeah, it's four losses in a row is never an easy one to kind of sit here and, and 
dissect easily. Um, yeah. Especially in, yeah, in, in a circumstance like this now, Rising has lost twice uh, to Vegas Lights now out of three total games they're going to play. I think this is the this final season. time before we go to an ad break, uh, uh, Owen, uh, that they are uh, that they travel to Las Vegas, right? So no more Vegas for the rest no of the No more season. Vegas away, uh, except okay. maybe in the playoffs, the way this is going. Jeez. All right. All right. Well, if speaking they make of it. <laughs> if they make it. All right, guys. So let's take a quick break um, and talk about OG's brands. OG's just launched their first ever limited edition seasonal flavor. Pina Colada, a perfect pineapple and creamy coconut blend that's just in time for the summer road trips and pool parties. And speaking of pool parties, Owen, I know you're going to get here tomorrow as quick. Absolutely as- not. Absolutely oh not. No, oh my, my flight is not in time. <laughs> it's not happening. Anyway, uh, you um, you enjoy yourself on my <laughs> behalf, please, Ramon. Fine, I'll take the producer instead. Um, so speaking of pool parties, OGs is taking over Maya Day Club in Scottsdale this month, which means tomorrow, June 25th, they're going to be down there at Maya Day Club. So if you guys can get down there, um, you can hang out with some of the next crew since we we will be out there, or at least I will try to be out there. It's not not official yet, but uh, you guys can also check out OGs online at ogsbrands.com and on Instagram at at ogsbrands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. You must be 21 years or older to purchase. Go All get right, some Owen. OGs. The games might look better. Um, go, can I shout out the chat at the minute? I'm loving how the chat are all just like laughing Blast. their heads off. Laughing Blast. their heads off at the fact that Rising might actually make the playoffs this season. See, and Pat, that, and Pat's that, saying I'm always the, the positive one looking at the silver lining and Owen's talking about playoffs. So just a little heads up there. <laughs> I, I did uh, caveat it by saying if they even make it, okay? If, if they make it. All right, should we move know. on to the next topic? And it was the kind Let's of thing that we alluded to earlier, right? Go for I'm going to kick straight in with this. It kind of takes it from the thumbnail, mm-hmm. um, the, the image we had at the start of this broadcast. And there were some more questions here that went to Rick. So let's run that on Rick and about turning things around and maybe how long he's going to have to do so. Just in general, though, now that's the second loss here, fourth in a row. How much longer do you really think you're going to have to turn things around? I'm, I'm on contract for two more years. And what do you think it's going to take then to, to turn yeah. it around? The players have to step up right now. You know, uh, we're working hard. We're doing everything that we need to do. The staff is working extremely hard, and we're giving everything we can to them. Um, I'm giving every second I have to this team, and um, right now some of the guys just aren't, aren't stepping up at the right moments. But again, it, it's still in there. It's you know we'll keep going. We just have to keep going, and move on. Um, we've got two goals on the road. It's you know valiant effort at the end. We have to figure out how to how to get that performance through 90 minutes. I wish you can. Uh, can we screenshot the the one where Rick's like <laughs> two more years? Uh, okay. Tough questions there, Owen. I yeah yeah yeah. Man. I mean, look what what's your reaction to that? Because obviously, I've heard this before. I've had time to to digest it because you know I was literally down there asking those questions. What do you think, Ramon? Oh, man, well, little little defensive there with the two year. Uh, uh, two more years on my contract kind of thing. He he knows. He knows this is tough. He he knows he, he I don't think 
he's on the hot seat. You know, I think some of the chat is saying that, you know, the, the front office and Rick are, you know, kind of best buds there. But it's just it, it looks like a man that's running out of answers. It, it looks like he's trying everything that he has at his disposal. And the fact that he responded with the I'm a I'm a I'm going to I have a contract for two more years just says, hey, you know, whether you like it or not, I'm I'm staying. So now nah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I, I probably need a little bit more di- digestion uh, on that one. I just it, it the problem is, right, is that the second question is a question I've been asking for quite some time. Um, mm-hmm. And you always kind of look to it as and, you, know, you can ask, why do I ask that question all the time? Well, it's it's because realistically things aren't getting better then the plan you'd imagine is evolving over time mm-hmm. um but but it feels as though we're getting the same answer time and time again and yet there's there's nothing really going on i just yeah. you know and, and again it's put on the players um just to i, I know the chat took a lot of umbrage to that earlier um but it's i just don't know i don't know at this point and the question is again look it you can say what you want about the players. You can say what you want mm-hmm. about the players. They're all Rick's guys. They are yeah. all Rick's guys. He's been here for so long that that entire team pretty much is his guys. There mm-hmm. is no one here who he either hasn't brought in or has renewed their contract. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, not like right. he's inherited a squad. No, and, and exactly. No, it, it's his squad. He built it. It's his tactics. It's his team out there on the field. So. There's no one really else to blame. I know he's trying to put it on the players a lot of the time, and and but at the end of the day, it's you know this four four game losing streak, man. There's going to be a lot of questions, and I and I think he's kind of getting a little little frustrated here. Um, before we continue here, Owen, let's talk about our DraftKings King of the Game. Uh, we got a special one this time, uh, thanks to to Mr. Owen here. Uh, the bird is the one that we picked for King of the Game. He's a well traveled bird. Uh, exactly 13, uh, 13,433 kilometers. Uh, Owen, can you explain what's going on with the, with picking the, the bird for king of the game? I have no idea, to be honest. It was just there. It flew <laughs> onto the field and then onto the ad board, so I managed to get this picture of it. But the bird just kind of flew on there. It's I put it out on Twitter. We're reliably well, informed it's not bird. a local bird. It's not a local bird. It, it's an Australian bird. So mm-hmm. I have no idea, no idea. But hey, let's go with it because it, a lot on a loss like this, let's go with it. <laughs> uh, was this during the balloon uh, fight in the middle of the halftime? Uh, no, this was before the balloon. Look, would you believe <laughs> it? Right, we have just come off a game where they did a balloon fight on the field at halftime, and it took yeah. us twenty-four minutes into the broadcast to mention it. That tells you something about the performance from Rising. That tells you something about the performance from Rising, that it took us 24 minutes to bring up the fact that they had a shed load of people on the field throwing Mm. water balloons at each other at halftime. Yeah, it was so odd because I I was watching it on ESPN Plus and you could just see the broadcast just kind of focusing on that. And it's like, and then after the balloon fight was done, there's guys trying to, you know, air blow the, (laughs) the balloons away from the field. It's just madness that's absolute madness what's going on in vegas it's just chaos every time every time always is it's i yeah people people aren't best pleased about that but hey it is what it is 
We've oh come to awkwardly expect it from this place. So, <laughs> hey. Oh, my God. All of 300 people. So I don't think they broke the record, right? We talked about this yesterday. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely close. not. The record, the record is, I believe, around 8,500 people, wasn't it? Who used mm-hmm. about 185,000 balloons. Whereas here, they had about 30,000 balloons, apparently. Yeah. So not even close. But congratulations on the world's biggest water balloon fight guys good job vegas uh speaking of DraftKings, guys if you guys haven't make sure to download the DraftKings sportsbook app now and when you use promo code phnx new customers can bet five dollars on either nhl team to win their game and we say either because the stanley cup finals are going on right now um and get 100 dollars in free bets no matter what that's pa uh, that's code phnx at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the stanley cup final must be 21 years or older uh, to bet Arizona only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit. Restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And uh, speaking I of drafting. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, they were, uh, they they had Vegas as underdogs going into this game. Quite I heavy underdogs, actually. Didn't they? We discussed this yesterday. You could have made some money. I told you to put the money on there. I told you to. And, and San Antonio. And San Antonio, because they were able to beat yeah. Colorado at home. That, that's that's impressive. So You made some uh, good money there. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, make sure to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now if you haven't yet. Make some good money here and uh, watching some USL action. Um, buy some buy some beers to drown away the memory of this performance. I was telling, I was telling our producer. Four Peaks beers. Yeah, some I'm Four gonna, Peaks I'm gonna, beers, gonna, very specifically. There we go. No. I have this beer. I won't mention it. I really did try to go to Fry's today and buy some uh, some Four Peaks beer, um, and it wouldn't scan when I was trying to check out. So I was in a rush and I was going to be late to the game, so I wasn't able to get some. It doesn't Peaks. scan; it's free, right? That's how it works. That's what I told the guy, but he said, "Sir, don't, <laughs> don't joke like that." <laughs> um, speaking of Four Peaks, real quick, guys, um, if you guys uh, haven't been to. Uh, Four Peaks and Tempe. We're actually going to be there on Wednesday along with the rest of the PHNX crew. So if you guys want to go, it's on the 8th Street Pub over there in Tempe. Uh, and so we're going to be hanging out there. So if you guys want to join us, grab a beer, maybe after work, maybe in the morning. I don't know. I don't know what your schedule is. but if you, if you uh, I'm definitely not going to be there in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you guys go there, uh, at least one of us from PHNX Rising will be there. Um, and you guys can hang out with us, talk, uh, talk about all the the rising shenanigans that are going on. And just a little heads up, you must be 21 years or older and make sure to enjoy it responsibly. All right, Owen. Oh, man. Um, yeah, man. It's, it's been a rough <laughs> just day. just hit that wall. We have hit it's, the it's wall. It's been a rough day. Yeah. it's You know, you mentioned what, what happened earlier in the day, but this is just... We're here trying to come up with content and we're sitting the same kind of wall that Rick appears to be hitting, trying to come up with a winning game plan at the moment. I don't um, have a two-year contract, though. So we got. don't have a two-year contract. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just we've kind of hit the point now where even for us, right, it's mm-hmm. it's tiring having this conversation game after game after game. It's tiring yeah. sitting around here and just saying, you know, what what are we going to do? How long is this going to go on for? How long can the ownership allow this to go on for? And yep. we we just hitting that point whereby what do we do now because we can't just ignore it you can't ignore the the poor run that they're on but equally there's only so much we can talk about this is this bad and and no one expects this right it's not like 
these aren't the Coyotes, okay? No offense to any Ooh. Coyotes fans oh, in the chat. On, no, but it? everyone expected this. Everyone expected this. So, you know, yeah. it, I mean, I expected some expected Ryzen to play like this. Yeah. No, yeah, it's... no, no points in June. Four games, four losses across June. Seriously, <sighs> now. Yeah, I'm sorry. And uh, here to, uh, to Kieran's Thompson's uh, uh, comment here. We used to be somber after a loss like this. Now we're just used to it. Yeah, it's it's pretty rough. That's pretty a problem. Rough. That's a yeah. real problem. We shouldn't get used to this. That's that's a, that's a big issue here. Uh, yeah, not not good at all. But looking ahead, Owen. Um, Don't you, you know, dare say there's sunshine and rainbows on the horizon. No, don't was, you dare, was, Ramon. No, I know you don't like me being positive, but no, um, uh, <laughs> we're gonna have Orange County visiting Phoenix Rising next Saturday. Uh, that's gonna be a battle between 11th place and 12th place in the Western Conference. Owen, how are you feeling? Hot seat derby. Hot seat derby. Come on. (laughs) It's a tough one, though, because it's two teams that have really been struggling as of late. Now, the question is, can Loudoun start... So they're playing Loudoun tomorrow, Orange County. Can they start to turn it around by getting a result against a team that, on paper, are a very poor team? And that game's taking place in Irvine. So the opportunity's there for them, but I I just... Mm -hmm. Oh... I see a lot of yeah. people in the in the chat at the moment are talking about who could be brought in. Um, they, they, there's talk. I, I'm not going to pretend there aren't whispers going around at the moment about what mm. would happen. I'm not going to pretend that people aren't briefing it almost as though they want the job right now. Um, you putting your hat in that ring, Owen? Oh I God, no! God, no! no? I, oh, come I on. limit myself to football manager on the uh, on the old Mac. That's. Uh, <laughs> You know, the magic of that is that if you don't do well, you can save the game before the game is played and then just quit out and go back in. <laughs> Unfortunately, Rick can't replay this match and neither would I if I was coaching. Like, I'm not doing it. No, no. God yeah. no. Um, <laughs> look, it's, yeah. people, are, people are pointing to the fact that when Alda was at the match tonight, he was indeed mm-hmm. former Las Vegas manager. He is living in the Valley. I, I mean, he's... Someone who is almost certainly got interest in this job, um, if it were to become available. But yeah, the point of that is it's available as and when the ownership decide. Really, um, at this point, that's how it sounds. So yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, no, not, tough not month good. coming up though. Still, very For tough sure. month. Yeah, July's going to be real tough. Um, just to wrap it up here, uh, just to go over the stats from the game, just a, a quick look at them. Um, obviously, Las Vegas scored three goals, rising with two. 61% possession, uh, 61% possession for Las Vegas, 39 to, to Phoenix. It actually was a lot higher in the first half for, for Las Vegas. It was, it was kind of sad to look at here. <laughs> but if you look at the shots, again, rising, we've talked about this over and over again, Owen. 20 shots on target. Um, uh, I'm sorry, 20 shots overall four shots on target and only two goals. And that kind of just sums up the season right now where they're, they're, you know, letting the ball fly, not able to score. And, uh, and just another week of, of the same, same thing happening up front. So I like um, John's comment. I like John's comment in here. We don't need stats. It's just more sadness. More sadness for everybody. Yeah. Have a drink tonight. Get, grab, grab yourself some, uh, some four peaks brewing company um, and, and enjoy and enjoy the Friday night. But, uh, Owen, any last thoughts before we wrap it up for tonight? Oh, <laughs> four losses in a row. 
The next mm. game is at home against a mm. very poor team, at least from their performances this year, yep. a very poor team. If we are in the same position next Saturday, I question how anyone can really begin to have faith in a turnaround. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I look. Remember, remember at the start of this road trip. Remember at the start of this road trip, and I we were sitting here talking about how many points did they have to get to avoid it being an abject failure. And I said mm-hmm. four out of six. They've got none out of six. None. I mean, <laughs> Scott wants you to to just spill the beans on what's going on in the locker room. So, I mean, here's the thing: it's we we hear rumblings, you know, and 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 it's. It's tough. It's tough to hear these things, especially from given how talented this team is. But if if they lose to Orange County, I might be switching my position where it's like, I don't think there's any more excuses about this. That's that's five consecutive losses. You're heading into a July that's just going to be even more rough than June was. So at that point, I'm just throwing my hands up and saying, you know what, there just has to be someone else in charge. And and, and I'm not happy saying that. I, I don't like anyone ever losing their job, but it's you just kind of kind of shrug your shoulders and say what what the heck so is you, going on so so is that a yes from you if they lose again next next week yeah i don't think that's excusable five five losses in a row not really i mean i guess you can rescue the fact that they scored two goals on the road but other than that it's not not working out it's too me. little too late yet again yet again mm-hmm. um yeah i think it has to be a win next week um yeah i i there was times, quite frankly, today watching at least the first half and people who, and this is this is where I think, look, there'll, there'll be people now who, who can sit there and say, you know, from a coaching perspective, from an ownership perspective, mm-hmm. oh, well, you know, no, you've got to be patient. You've got to, you've got to give him time. There were people who I saw out there today, fans who seriously back Rick, and they, they saw that first half and were just, how does he recover from this? Mm-hmm. How do you realistically turn this around and yeah. was the second half you know, performance better yes but again it still wasn't good enough mm-hmm. so that's the question really is just how much longer can this carry on for how much longer yeah yeah definitely all right Owen we'll wrap it up with that uh I do want to shout out the chat again thank you so much uh for for tuning in. I know this isn't the most funnest show to attend sometimes because of, of the losses, but we always appreciate it. If you haven't, make sure to hit like on that uh, like button. It really helps just distribute our show, helps us find more rising fans just like you, really helps us grow. We really appreciate you tuning in, uh, especially after the losses. Oh, always appreciate that from you guys. So shout out to Dan, Pat, Scott. I saw Bonnie here a little bit earlier. We got Corey, Elizabeth, who wants Edwin as coach. Uh, Rye over here. So, yeah, thank you so much for tuning in. Edwin uh, for coach. <laughs> I, I feel like we're going to have to text him tonight and see what he has to say. Yeah, we're going to, yeah, I think it's a good job. Maybe better than the one he has right now. No, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> all right, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you haven't yet, make sure to follow us on Twitter as well, phnx underscore underscore rising. Uh, almost to 650. If you guys get us there, I will be giving out a scarf. Always appreciate that. But that is it Ve- uh, from Vegas. Owen, ha- have a great trip back. Um, ha- safe trip as well. Can't even talk right now. Uh, have a great trip back. That's a really weird one. Like, right, I hope the right. plane doesn't crash. <laughs> a safe trip back. There we go. We'll end it with that. Uh... 
All right, y'all. And uh, thank you to our producer, Jacob. Thank you so much for doing that, uh, for helping us out. And we are wrapping it up for, for tonight. Thank you. And I hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Take care.